0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.
1: Today FM. Jennifer Whitmore of the Social Democrats, what do you mean when you said the GAA and RT had come together to essentially privatise the viewing of our national sport?
0: Uh, good afternoon, Matt. Yeah, I, I was referring to, um, I suppose, the, the discussions that have been in the media a lot, and I, and I know I've certainly been having them at home with my own family in relation to the number of games that are now only viewable through the GAA Go app, um, and for any of the you know your listeners who aren't aware, uh, you know that that's an app that was established by GAA. It's in partnership with with RTE, um, and I, you know that many of the hurling and football games that would have traditionally been on television are now only viewable through streaming this app, and. I have concerns in relation to that, primarily for people who can no longer get out to see the matches. You know, uh, many of our, our older community um, or rural people, or even people with disabilities, may not be able to get out to the matches to see uh, the, the teams and the counties that, that they've supported for their entire lives. And I think this app is putting a barrier in place for them to be able to, to now see sports and and games that would have traditionally been able to see on the telly, but is now only available through this app.
1: What do you mean by traditionally? I'm old enough to remember when you could only see the All-Ireland Finals and the Semi-Finals on television, that the Provincial Finals were not even broadcast. The RT, RT is showing 31 games in this year's championships. 31 out of the games. And then others go behind the paywall and others won't even be shown at all. But is that not fair enough? Is 31 championship matches not a large amount to be showing?
0: I, I think it's not necessarily so much about the number of matches, it's it's the matches themselves. So, And I think what we're seeing is um, that matches, like say, you know, look, I at was, I was in my home place in, in Wexford the weekend. My mother's 88, has been a lifelong supporter of the GAA, will watch every single Wexford game, um, and she couldn't watch the Wexford-Dublin match. Now, even when it was on Sky, it was still available on, on a telly, but now in order to watch that game, you have to have uh, you paid your 80 euro for the app, you have to have internet, so you have to pay for your internet. Or, like, there's many people who don't have good internet and then you also need to have your Chromecast so you can cast onto the telly. And I think that is just, A, very expensive for people, but it's also, you know, difficult to, to organise. And indeed, my husband has the GAA Go uh, app on his computer. We knew my mother wanted to see the match. We brought it home to extra the laptop, but because the internet was so bad, we couldn't watch it. So I think it's just, it, it's... It, it's a wrong move. I think there needs to be a real, um, a lot more thought given to the matches, what should be free to air, what people should be able to see. Look, I, I think the J. A. is an incredible organisation. My family's heavily involved in it. Um, and, you know, it, it really is a fantastic community organisation. And I just feel that there are many, many people who will be lifelong supporters of the GAA who will feel at the moment very left behind and left out uh, of, of their you know, their, their sport because of this move to, to uh, do it through the app.
1: Dick Clark is with us as well. Former Monaghan footballer for many years and a regular in our Gaelic football coverage here on The Last Word. What do you make of the road that's going on? How much sympathy would you have for the GAA and RT's position on this?
2: Even Matt. um I'm sort of losing track at this stage, Matt, as to, to what exactly uh, people are, are, are have a problem with. Like Even in, <laughs> in Jennifer's uh, few minutes there, she listed probably half a dozen uh, different grievances that started out. But, yeah, and, and this is common now over the last week. We, we started out, it was a, an issue with, actually, if, if you go back to so what probably really kicked this off, was the Sunday game on uh, and Donalogue and Jackie Turner complaining that it was actually the Limerick and player game that wasn't been shown and if you actually remember that instance, Matt. don't know. wasn't complaining about uh, it being behind the paywall. He supports that and has been an advocate for that in the past. It was the fact that the game was selected and it was an anti-Hurland. So you have so many agendas floating about here that there's no consistency because in reality, Matt, we've been here before. We were here 10 years ago. This is the exact same premise of an argument for Sky, who interestingly Jennifer actually advocated for. She said, if, 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 and I don't want to misquote you, that it wasn't as bad when it was on Sky, so it's now a GA Go because the app is a bit clunky or the Wi-Fi broadband is not right somewhere else. So there's absolutely no consistency in the arguments around here. As you rightly pointed out, Matt, the hard facts here, and they're uncomfortable for people when they get challenged on them, is there has never been more games available to watch. Like I'm not as, maybe um, we're, we're not too far apart Matt in terms of age, but I grew up only watching a handful of games in the 80s when I was growing up. All we had to watch was, was tape games over now. Like over 30 games now and that's consistent. So, and and, and the flip side of that Matt is, obviously, obviously you well know, is the changes to the championship structure both in football and in hurling, over the last number of years has increased the amount of championship games to a level that we've never seen and there's one thing you can do you can increase it, you can keep increasing games but you can't create time Matt. we've got a Saturday afternoon and a Sunday afternoon they're the slots that these games have to be played unless we go down a completely different route and have midweek games so I don't think that's possible to a lot of people you just
1: well, sorry, that, that wouldn't be fair to amateur play players absolute absolute to expect them to league. play in the
2: middle of the week so You've got basically four slots in a weekend. That's that's really what you're boiling it down to here, that you have to try and fit these games into. And RTE, for different reasons, can't show games, basically, wall-to-wall GA coverage over the summer because they have other obligations elsewhere. So you've got a simple decision to make as a society or as a community. You don't let anybody else come in and show them, as in a GA or Sky, or you allow them to come in and have a, have a, have a premium on it. But this idea, just because it's been shown somewhere and you have to pay for it, that, that you've been disenfranchised, I just think it's so narrow-minded and it's such it's, it's so hypocritical because in every other walk of life at the minute, we've got accepted to subscription-based services. You, you value, you make decisions what you value and you're happy to pay for it. If not, you don't pay for it. But we've been here before, Matt. This is the same conversation we had during the Sky situation and we all accepted that at time and, and here we are again just because something was said in the Sunday game and all these different rabbit hole conversations are going down and I just think and, and I, I don't like politician bashing I don't do it I respect what they do I think it's been a bit embarrassing to be honest with you the last couple of days or what I've heard Okay from well about, I'll, I'll have to give Jennifer Whitmore a, a chance to I finish I, I, so I genuinely think Matt no, can I genuinely can I, can I think so, Sorry Let's just finish the point and then Jennifer I'll give you the time to respond I do appreciate politicians and the work that they do but when you consider the issues that are at play in society at the minute that this is taking up our time in Leinster House I just think I just think it's completely off the mark Okay
1: Jennifer
0: what I will say is for someone who says that they don't like politician bashing, you sure got some amount of it in there. I've been called narrow-minded, hypocritical, disingenuous, and apparently I'm only raising this issue now because it was, it was spoken about by Donalogue, which is completely incorrect. The reason I'm raising this issue is because it has been raised with me by people who are of an older generation who are unable to see matches that they would have previously seen. And I think Matt, you've made one very good point there. You spoke about this being an amateur sport and it is an amateur sport and every single element of the work that goes into this is on a voluntary basis because the GAA has been Dick, Dick please, please let me talk talk. Uh, so it is a community sport and that is what makes it so strong that's what makes the GAA so important to our communities it's because it involves every level of our community and people are really invested in it I think this is a real misstep by the GAA, I think they're uh, missing an opportunity to include those people who have supported the sport for the last 10, no, sir, 20, Jennifer. Decades, yeah, but can and, I say to those people, it easy for them to see the matches? Yeah, but Jennifer, We're... sorry, sorry, no,
1: no, I... they couldn't always get to see those matches. Not every match has been televised, even when the numbers went up in recent years. And we now have a new system in Gaelic football with loads more games on top of the different provincial championships in recent years, which means that in the truncated season, it wouldn't be possible to show every game unless you wanted RT and the GA to spend an absolute small fortune on broadcasting every single game and not getting any revenue for it.
0: I think, look, at what, what it comes down to is, is the, the games that they're showing and, and what's available to people. I think, you know, we've seen a situation where, uh, you know, they've moved away, even even simple things like if people want to go to a match, they've moved away from using, uh, allowing cash at the gates. It is becoming more and more difficult for older people to actually access the game. And, you know, we've, we've had uh, 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 older people's charities talking about this being an invisible barrier, and I have to absolutely agree with them. So I think, look, we need to have this discussion um, and I think it's, it's an important discussion to have because this sport and access and being able to, to watch the matches, it is a lifeline to so many okay. people and I think it is unfortunate that uh, that, that's, uh, you know, that, that many are now All not right. being
1: able to I'm going to, to give you a brief last word to see. Clarkham but I want you to play the ball and not play the woman.
2: I, no, and I didn't, and I apologise if I did. But i give you an example to a point raised, and, 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 and Jennifer was very strong on this with the old people. The reality is, and again, uncomfortable facts on this, that actually, and, and she may or may not be aware, that the GA Go, I'm going to speak specifically with the older generation, has been given free to care homes. Okay, free. So the reality is now, when you consider the volume of games that have been put up on GA Go for people that are in care homes, they're able to watch a huge number of games that they otherwise would not have seen. They just would not have seen by anybody. Nobody else was showing them. They're watching them free. Now, you ask me, or you ask ask anybody, how that is disenfranchising older people. I just can't understand that. And maybe she wasn't aware of that. There are old people
1: who are not in care homes, Dick. I'm I'm just using that as
2: an example, Matt. That's an example, (laughs) Matt. All right, and that's that's a very good idea, but nobody wants to talk about that. We want to talk about the games that um, aren't been shown, and and I I just think there's there's no consistency around the argument. I think, and the reality is, Matt, nobody was talking about this ten months ago when it was announced. De Dicko- Clerken and, and, it, and Jennifer
1: Whitmore thank you both very much. Listeners, says massive amount of football been shown, not hurling and it's the GA's fault with the new format clashing with other sports. I presume that's non-GA sports, but you know what? There's a lot of hurling coming in the next few weeks in RT and the first round of the round is, or the 16 team competition that the Sam McGuire now is games like Kerry Mayo are not going to be on the television, they're going to be on GAA Go, so there's going to be rows a lack like of football and a bias to hurling in a couple of weeks time. Also, in may statement out for the GAA having a right go at Virgin Media Television over its statement yesterday and saying that actually the GAA did contact Virgin Media Television to see if it would be interested in broadcasting GAA games and did not receive a formal bid or even an expression of interest from Virgin Media. So I think that bit of ping pong is going to go on now between the two. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.